Good evening, everyone. Okay, friends, last week uh, we had um, a difficult teaching uh, from scriptures, and today is the same thing. The scriptures are, Jesus is going to answer a question, but he is also going to give a very stern warning um, to not only the person he was talking to, it's given in the gospel, but to each one of us. And the question that was asked was actually a very old one and, and asked very often. And uh, Jesus did not give him a precise answer. And you should know that the person talking to Jesus, and Jesus is talking about another. He's talking about the kingdom of David that was been promised, and Jesus is talking about the kingdom of heaven, uh, much bigger. And uh, uh, salvation and kingdom would have been words that they would have uh, used interlocking. We don't do that. But I want you to know, I always try and present the scriptures to you uh, very honestly so that you have a greater understanding. Uh, but, um, so the Lord says that the gate is open and it's completely free to enter into the kingdom. However, he says that gate is narrow. And um, rather than trying to figure out how many people will fit through it, uh, one should make sure that you are getting through it, right? Make sure you're getting in. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? A lot of people concern themselves uh, so much with the state of their life. And um, one can glean from the Lord's words that when we are critical of scandals about uh, which we read and hear and of uh, the many failings of other people, uh, and one may say they certainly are not going to get through the gate, um, we should make sure that we ourselves are going to be entering it. If we can fit through the door or the gate, uh, the Lord says, we can come right in. That's the great news. Come on in. But because the door is narrow, that means it is going to take effort to get through it. We will have to rid ourselves of some things because uh, these things are going to get in the way. And what are those things? Hatred. You're not going to be able to get in through the gate if you have hatred. Nothing, right? Nothing from you guys. No reaction. <laughs> Jealousy is another one that's going to... Uh, that one's a big old blocker. Pride and arrogance. You're not going to be able to get into the gate. But a big head. It's just not going to fit. Friends, <laughs> it is our spiritual condition uh, that uh, we will have to get into shape in order to get in. And we know that um, remarkably, and uh, there's a billion-dollar industry on this one, uh, when we get into physical shape, great physical shape, uh, we become more efficient, and we have more energy, and we can think more clearly. I actually got that from a commercial for... Uh, a workout place. <laughs> so I'm borrowing from them. <laughs> but it works because the same thing happens when uh, we begin to get into spiritual shape also. Our faith grows. The good intentions that we always put forth uh, that we want to do will actually follow through on it. Our prayer life will become deeper and more consistent God's will in our own life will become clearer for the person. 
I get that all the time. I don't know what God wants for me. I don't understand what his will is. Here's where the problem lies, mostly. To get into such spiritual shape, we must work at it. We must learn to use God's grace and to make use um, or to make ourselves more into the image of Christ. This is ultimately um, what you want to do. We want to image ourselves after Christ himself. And we do this through the practice of the faith. And it happens through the life of the church. Union of the soul with God will be the ultimate goal. This is what Jesus is getting at. The letter to the Hebrews tell us that life itself can rid us of some of the things that I talked about. Uh, how so? Because there are, these are the trials that is called the disciplines of the Lord. This is one way of understanding what the second reading was getting at. And um, when there are situations in our life and, uh, that will teach us humility, a lot of times it hurts. Uh, but we are taught great humbleness through it. And uh, there are times when we are taught to be frugal with our finances, uh, be loss of job, uh, a great burden that comes. And then we learn how to be uh, frugal with, with the finances that are given to us. And my friends, uh, uh, illness reminds us of our fragility and of our dependence upon God. So that teaches the ego a thing or two. And... Um, whether God sends something into our life, if you will, or allows it to happen, the person, um, the person that is experiences this and has faith uh, knows that grace can build them, can make them, these situations then can be transformed and to make us strong and to make us ready for the kingdom. My friends, but you know, even if one does not purposely set out to do so, Life itself and uh, with God's grace, which is present in all of our lives and all the events of it, prepares us to enter through the gate. The Catholic Church gives us one of the most practical and effective ways of preparing ourselves for the kingdom. Jesus did not come to set up one more denomination among others. That was not what he was after. That's not what he does. And he has a statement that actually backs up what I'm telling you. He says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Period. He said, no one comes to the Father but through me. Not maybe. Not maybe. Nope. Only through him. There is one gospel, there is one Jesus Christ, one cross, and apparently one door. In the kingdom, though, he said there are many rooms. That'll be a whole different homily. <laughs> but there's only one door to get in. The truth for which many people search and ponder and become bewildered, we have as Catholics in word and sacrament because of our church. Ultimately, of course, from Christ. We have in the sacramental life of the church seven places of Christ, assured presence. I'm referring to our seven sacraments. We have the gift of the Eucharist that nourishes us. We have in the church the word of God spoken, proclaimed, uh, preached, and shared every day throughout the world. And my friends, we can all agree, all Christians around the world, no matter what their denomination may be, we can agree on that. One Lord, one Jesus Christ, one gospel. 
one gate. Whether we follow through on the opportunities and let the life of the church help us, that's another matter. The Lord says that to claim a right to enter through the door because we ate and drank with him, because we bear the name Christian, because we are in body sitting in a pew inside of his church and have heard his words, will not be enough. People can say that they were in church and did this, that, and the other thing. And then they run right outside and spew horrible, evil, wicked words. Gossiping, carrying on, being hate-filled. See what I'm getting at? All you've done is polish the, the pew. The question is whether all of this, all of your prayers, all of the scripture studies, all of the sacraments, have you allowed them to impact your life? Have you allowed it to change your life? Is Jesus Christ really your Lord and Savior? And when you say so, then your life will show it. If not, the Lord will say, I don't know you. These are his words. I'm taking it right out of the gospel for you. It is far too easy to let religion be nothing more than a veneer on one's life. The issue is whether uh, we let his grace and his church affect us. Too easy it is to allow things to substitute for real discipleship. One can be in many ministries of all sorts, but never ever really let the word of God penetrate deep enough into their hearts to let it change their life. Today's gospel poses much for you and I to reflect upon. Are we fit for entry by our spiritual life into the kingdom? Are we really using the opportunities and graces um, for us that are given? Or are we really only going through motions of religion as a substitute for real conversion? Because a conversion must take place. In the end, God speaks to each one of you. God speaks to each one of you because the scripture says so. If you say, I don't hear him, it's because you're not listening. Because <laughs> other things are in the way. But God speaks to each one of you in your life, always. All you have to do is listen. So my friends, according to Jesus Christ, salvation is not a matter of hearing God's word only, but actually following it and allowing it to penetrate and to change your life.